Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. It's the potster. Yeah. Woo! Big sales Monday morning. Monday afternoon. Wherever you are in the world, you're here now on the National Football Show. We are exactly, are you ready? 29 days until training camp. How you done? July 26th. Okay. 29 days until the start of training comp. Holy cow. Bro, we're here. Got your 90 set. Ready to rock. Let's go pay some bills. Let's go pay some bills. Wow. One month to training camp. Well, not that training camp matters to the Eagles because, you know, they like white wine and spritzers there, you know, white wine and spritzers, you know, and some cheese and, you know, that Nick Sirianni practice schedule. Um, Is it too hot, boys? If it's too hot, you could take a powder. <laughs> we got to organize team practices with Temple University tomorrow afternoon, guys. Oh, and it's only helmets and shorts. <laughs> Not that it's going to matter during Eagle camp. Oh, where's the list at? Huh. Hmm. Oh, ye of little faith, Eastside Monster. No list today. Not on this Monday, my friend. Hope all had a great weekend, though. Sun was out, you know. Get some sun. Look at Big Sills. How you doing? Rocking it. Oh, yeah, man. Hey, by the way, over the next month and a half, you're going to see Big Sills everywhere. TV. Here, Wolf, Sirius Satellite, good night. My schedule has now officially been filled for the next three and a half weeks. Um, every day I'm doing multiple things and multiple platforms. No list today. Look at, look at Kyle. No list today. I'm out. <laughs> yeah. uh, what serious radio thing you going to go on? Chris... I was told today, too, not to announce the big deal that's coming up here soon, but you're going to really dig it. And I expect all of my Jacob folks to come over and go to the terrestrial side because this will mark the first time that Big Sills has been on the radio probably since Phoenix two years ago. Now, I did that stupid national radio thing. Nobody listened to it. Last time probably was Phoenix and then Boston. So we're going to be doing a little bit of that. That's just a little bit of a programming note. And it's a big deal too. 500 plus stations. Okay. And TV. Woo, baby. Oh, yeah. No, hey, hey, Jacob. Jacob is where we have the butter and the bread and all that. We're all good. How you done? And by the way, like I told you on Friday. You think I put all this into 
this and what we've been talking about for months after month after month after month, and you think that I'm just going to just blow that thing up and go, ah, see you guys later. <laughs> hey, I put too much into this thing here, man. Yeah, I had to restart. Now it's good. Way to go, Daz. Appreciate it, man. All right. Let's get this bad dog going. By the way, you know this. Gary Cobb, each and every single Monday at 4.30 Eastern time, Fox 29's very own. Got some questions to ask him as we are 29 days out from training camp. Man, I'm telling you, I'm feeling it. I cannot wait for this upcoming season. By the way, I can't wait for the upcoming college football season. I cannot wait. Greg says, Sills, I've been watching the 2021 Georgia Bulldog games. The Georgia defense with Jordan Davis and N'Kobe Dean leading the way was very impressive. Greg, they got another kid there now who's going to be a top um, draft choice, also in the defensive line. Supposedly, he's like a top five guy. That defense that Kirby Smart put together is arguably one of the best defensive talented football teams I've ever seen when it comes to a defensive unit. He did a spectacular job, and they're kind of starting to conveyor belt it a little bit. That Georgia defense, and N'Kobe Dean was the catalyst on that team. But, dude, when you got two giant guys like that in front of you, like you have in Philadelphia now, what's going to be the difference? N'Kobe Dean is going to have that scrape lane, and he's going to go sideline to sideline. I can't wait. It's Sills lit never, Kyle. No, no, no. But in today, here, Xander, I'm going to tell him this. In today's media, guys, you can't have a $400,000 a year radio job anymore and just have one gig. That's not going to work anymore. You've got to have multiple opportunities to do other things, kind of fill that and fill that checkbook up. Cause it's just not going to be like that with there's, there's so much out there now, YouTube like this, our fabulous channel, um, serious terrestrial television streaming. There's just too many options. Now radio is no longer just the centerpiece any longer in broadcasting. You've got to be multi-platform now. You got to be a platform performer is what I call it. You got to be a platform performer. If you're going to make it today in today's broadcasting, if you think you're just going to do radio, bro, you're done. That shit's out the door five years ago. You got to start doing stuff like this, radio, podcasting, streaming, all of it, man. Or get this, you ain't going to last. Damn, Sills, I started to like you. Hang on, I'm not going nowhere, man. Wake Forest repeating as ACC champions? I don't think so. Hey, Cilio. I got to do some running around. All good, Randall. Arch Manning. He wussed out and went to Texas. Yeah, we got the most money there. Isn't it funny? University of Miami signs a big-time recruit. And everyone's saying how much money he signed for. Nobody's bringing up the money that Arch Manning signed for at Texas, though, are they? Because that's one of their Tiffany programs and their glamour programs. Nobody says anything about art signing with one of the biggest alumni bases of all time, right, Gator? Gator, we signed that kid. First thing they say is, well, Miami signed this guy. And this guy, he, he had a ton of money on the table. And by the way, where it says Gator country, let me tell you guys something about the Gators. Okay? That bull Gator club that they have, there is not a booster club in the country maybe texas and texas a&m that rivals the gators 
dude, they had a team back in the 80s. <laughs> John L. Williams, Neil Anderson, and Lorenzo Hampton were the running backs. All three of them dudes were first-round run- first running backs, and they all started, and they ran the wishbone at us. We won the national championship that year, and they beat us 28-3. to They had David Williams, Lomas Brown, Crawford Kerr. It was called like the Great Wall, the Gator Great Wall or something like that. It was unbelievable. Look at this. I plead the fifth. <laughs> hey, man, you ain't outbidding the Gators when they want somebody, boy. That is an absolutely spectacular, spectacular booster base, man. They give a shitload of money. By the way, their radio network that broadcasts Gator football games is one of the richest um, college football networks in the country. They, they, they make, like, any given weekend in the state of Florida, the Gator Radio Network could have as many as 600,000 people listening to it. <laughs> Crazy, man. Crazy. The Swamp's, of, hey, the Swamp's a great place to go up and get a win. We went up there in 86 and ended a 25-game win streak up there. Ain't nothing like it, man. When you beat the Gators there. Best-looking chicks. By the way, it's on the... It's on my uh, Twitter page. I got that as my background. Me sacking Kerwin Bell on the two with Stubbs. I got to that guy on the two-yard line. Like 85,000 in there too, man. And it's hot as bejesus in there. Hot as Hades in there, man. One of the best places I ever... No, I, I, I've never played in a place louder than at the Swamp in Gainesville. Ain't no party like in Gainesville. Hey, dude, man. Best-looking chicks too in the stands. All right, I digress here. As I said, 29 days until the start of Eagle training camp. Let me ask something right out of the gate here. Everybody's rooting for your boy Jalen Hurts to have great success this year. Everyone's pulling for the kid. Everyone wants the kid to turn out to be a franchise quarterback. Everyone does. You're hoping that. Who would root for failure? Some of you may not think he can get there, but you're rooting for his success. Everyone wants to see the Eagles in the NFC Championship game. I do. Helps my show. I said it. I'm rooting for it. Got no problem with it. Except Big Sills, not true, man. Not true. Do you know how much crow I'll have to eat if that guy turns out to be anything? Do you know how much crow? I'm not prepared to because I don't believe I'll have to. But let's just put it out here. And I can't wait to ask this. So if Jalen Hurts turns out to be a 4,200-yard passing quarterback, His team gets to the NFC title game and all the boxes are checked. Who's going to get the credit for having developed Jalen Hurts? Nick Sirianni or Howie Roseman? Who will get the credit for Jalen? Who will get the credit for (laughs) Jalen? We got to chime in. We got to chime in. Oh, wait a minute. Whoa, whoa, whoa. 
Xander just said how he drafted Jalen. Well, let me tell you this. Anytime that you vote for a president of the United States of America, hang on, hang on. Every time you vote for a president of the United States of America, you think he's the guy, you hope he's the guy, you pray he's the guy. But then when he sits behind the resolute desk and he starts effing things up, high inflation, lie after lie, can't understand him, gas prices through the roof, empty shelves at the grocery store, you start realizing that guy ain't the dude. Well, wait a minute. I voted for him. It's like a GM. Hey, you drafted him, but you ain't coaching him. You don't know if he's going to. You don't know if this guy's going to pan out. You have no idea. Just because you picked a kid doesn't mean he's going to be a success. Just like when you're talking coaches. They thought Chip Kelly'd be great. He wasn't. They thought that Andy Reid would be great. He was. They thought Doug Peterson was going to be great. He was, but they had conflicts with him. Jury's out on Nick Sirianni. Who gets the credit if Jalen turns out to be a successful quarterback? Isn't it crazy? Xander just said this. Rumor has it. Lori loved Hurts. You know what's even crazier? It was Jeffrey Lori that we find out through Merrill Reese that he wanted to bring Foles back. It wasn't Howie's call. Yeah, but Howie went on a limb for Jalen, not Nick. Nick deserves credit for developing him. Howie gets credit for seeing the potential. <sighs> I hate that spin. I ain't giving credit to a GM. I get it, and I hear it. I found him. Not saying you're wrong, Xander. I hate that take. (laughs) I'm not giving that guy any credit. The coaches, man. So I see. We all go back to Howie Roseman getting all the credit for winning the Super Bowl and nobody freaking else gets the credit for it. (laughs) Uh, Spoken like a true Philly media person. You have learned so much, little grasshopper. (laughs) Oh, yes, has Xander learned the ropes of being in broadcasting? Absolutely, baby. Absolutely. Nobody shits on Jalen. Just got in. Is he shitting on Jalen? <laughs> I'm actually, boy. It's only been 14 minutes into the show, and you're saying I'm shitting on Jalen? Seeing the intangibles. Oh, What, showing up? Watch this. Here's Eastside Monsters intangibles. He shows up to time on work. He doesn't bitch about his job. And he's good with his employees. Congratulations. (laughs) Hey, it's great. I don't know what I'm congratulating you for, but okay. Hey, 
How many times do you hear that intangible? I'm sick of it. I don't give a shit about it. Intangibles. I want to hear, is he accurate? Is he good? Can he play the quarterback position? Can he throw the ball? Jesus Christ. Oh, he's a hell of a guy. Great. I'll, I won't say that, but, oh. Oh. <laughs> oh, man. Intangibles. Yeah, that's what everyone talks about. Those brilliant Jalen intangibles. Hey, have you beat a winning team yet? No. <laughs> Is that an intangible? Here, here's my you. Hey, okay. Well, here's can I here? Let me. That's a great one. So wait a minute. Who's going to get the credit if the guy develops? Here's my, I'm going to show you the difference between your intangibles and my intangibles. Is he shitting on Jalen yet? Hang on. I'm not shitting on anybody. Here, 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 here's your intangibles, and I'll show you mine. Okay. Hey, by the way, if O.J. Simpson got cleared in that murder case and he was an active player, do you think the Buffalo Bills would have put him on the team again if he was cleared? Can you imagine if OJ was an active player and that went on and he was cleared? What do you think would have happened? Ray Lewis, he, he was back on the Ravens a month later. What, what, what do you think would have happened? You think the Bills would have went to a 2,000-yard rusher? No, I don't think so. <laughs> You got a guy in Cleveland that's going to sit in front of a judge tomorrow. OJ was guilty as hell. That ain't the point. Okay? I'll, I'll, I'll quote one of my favorite cops, Lonzo Harris from Training Day. It's not what you know, bro. It's what you could prove. <laughs> hey, I don't care what you say. I think the NFL would have put his ass on the team. Ryan goes, I'm not sure what would have happened. That already tells me all I need to know, Ryan. OJ, not clear cut. Really? <laughs> hey, watch how you use not clear cut. <laughs> hey, here's your boys intangibles. Works hard. Hey, that's a good one. Give me all your boys. Give me all your boys intangibles. Works hard. Um... Good leader. What else? Works hard. Good leader. What else? What else is a good intangible for Jalen? Works hard. Good leader. Lonzo Harris, the goat. Okay. Good leader. Got it, Dank. Can I have another? I only have two. Good heart. All right, I guess. Competitive. How about this? Great competitor. Great competitor. So we have works hard, good leader, great competitor. Dynamic player. That's no. First, first in, last to leave. <laughs> first in. Last to leave. <laughs> okay. What else? He can friendly. 
hold on. Boy, this is this goes right down. Xander's wonderful, wonderful. Works hard, good leader. Great competitor, first in, last to leave, friendly. Works hard, I got that. He has big boy poi- poise, great poise. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I agree, great poise. Okay, I love it. We're talking about a pro football quarterback. What are we doing here? Oh, he, he's compassionate. Want my daughter to date him. Great with the media. All right, I'll put that. Great with media. I think this is enough here with the intangibles. Great with the media. Great poise. Uh, what is this? Works hard. Good leader. First in, last out. Friendly. <laughs> okay, here, here, here's my intangibles. Accurate. Big arm. Can make all the throws. Wide rec- develops wide receivers. So accurate, big arm, can make all the throws, develops wide receivers. How come my list is completely different than yours? Playmaker. How come my list is completely different than yours? Here's you guys. (laughs) He's good with the media. Great poise. Works hard. Competitive. I need my glasses here because there's so many of these intangibles. <laughs> First in, last out. Friendly. Mine's accurate. Big arm, can make all the throws, develops wideouts, and is a playmaker. How come my list is completely different than yours and none of mine have any of that over there that you guys wrote down? See, here's a list. <laughs> hey. Here's a list. Here's your list. We made a list on the fly here. Clean socks. 20 minutes in and Cilio made a list. <laughs> Wait a minute. I didn't make the list. You made the freaking list. The national list show. Hang on. You're a real ball buster. Hang on, Christian. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Puts on fresh underwear. That goes in the left-hand column. The national shit on Jalen. <laughs> Wait a minute. How, how come I can't ask this question? I asked you your intangibles for Jalen Hurts, and here's what you said. Great with the media. Great poise. Works hard. Good leader. 
first in, last to leave, friendly. Mine's accurate, big arm, can make all the throws, develop wide receivers, playmaker. How come mine's completely different than yours? And, hey, how come mine, he, he, (laughs) is he accurate? No. Does he have a big arm? No. Can he make all the throws? No. Does he develop wideouts? No. Is he a playmaker? Kind of. Brooks backs him. (laughs) Brooks has got to get in the building. (laughs) He's an animal lover. Yeah. Hey, hey, Brooks has to get in the building. Okay. And don't worry. I'm working on big sales getting in the building because you know. Oh, you know what's really great? Holy cow, look at this. I got this right before I went on the air. This is wonderful. I can't show you what the message is, but yeah. Mario Cristobal, man, he texts me every day. Every day. I help him recruit now. Yeah. They just they just they just signed a kid, a quarterback. I'm talking to him later today. Signed for 9.5 million bucks from what I hear. Where's a hoop bearing in one ear? Never yelled at McDonald's employee. <laughs> Saves kittens. Time to stir. I'm not stirring nothing. Okay. The reason I go here is this. You think Howie Roseman is going to develop my side of the list? The only guy that can develop accuracy, big arm, can make all the throws, develop wideouts, is the head coach. You think some dude sitting up there in his library with his protractor and his rulers and his other nerds at the Novacare Center are going to develop Jalen Hurts? Well, you see, if Jalen does this of a particular amount of time, He'll, he'll improve his accuracy. What do you know, Howie? Honestly, dude, stick to what you know. You know what that is? Drafting guys. Hiring people that know how to talent evaluate. You don't. Has virgin ears. Eats dinner on at the table. I don't. I hate that. Paxton Lynch was a first-round pick. Where is he? John Elway drafted that guy. John Elway is a horrible talent evaluator quarterbacks. You know who's 10 times better? Bill Belichick. Bill Belichick is a 10 time better talent evaluator at quarterback than John Elway would ever be. He's got the names to prove it. Okay. Think of that for a minute. John Elway, the greatest quarterback or one of the top five quarterbacks in the history of the sport. Sucks at evaluating quarterback position. <laughs> I mean, right? I mean, look at who Belichick has developed. Brady, Matt Castle won a division title in Kansas City. Guy never started a down at USC. Won 11 games one year in the AFC East. Jimmy Garoppolo makes $27 million a year now. Jacoby Brissett started on two different teams. Mac Jones had a hell of a year, got his team as a rookie to the playoffs. I mean, I don't know. Plus, you got the GOAT in there. (laughs) 
you might want to look at Belichick and go, do you think this quarterback is good? Because he has a handle on that. Okay? Elway can't. And by the way, who's Howie developed at quarterback? Why do I believe? Hey, why do I think Howie's going to develop Jalen? You better hope Howie doesn't develop Jalen. Because he's failed on every quarterback he's landed on. Every quarterback he's drafted, he's failed that. You better hope it ain't him. What quarterback did he get right? What quarterback? Kind of foals? Can the season start, please? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Helps ladies across the street. Hey, those are all great intangibles that your boy has. Shows up to work time. First and last to leave. Good competitor. <laughs> Good leader. Works hard. <laughs> All the stupidest fucking things you could possibly say about somebody. You, hey, when you talk about Joe Burrow, this is what you say about Joe Burrow. Dude, that guy can throw that rock. Man, he developed that entire offense Overnight, Joe Burrow overnight changed the fortunes of the Bengals. Why can't I? Hey, are you saying that in Philly about Jalen? Jalen's changed the fortunes of the Philadelphia Eagles overnight. When you say that about Justin Herbert or Josh Allen, you're like, hey, I man. Even Shady McCoy goes, I watched that guy in five practices. I knew he was special. I, I heard him on the Colin Coward show say that. Shady goes like this. When I was in Buffalo, I saw that dude. He may not have been great right then, but you saw it right there. You knew that guy was going to be special. Okay? Burrow has a laser. Can, and, and by the way, Dank, how about Ryan Day in Urban Liar getting Joe Burrow wrong? How do you have that guy in your quarterback room in Columbus and allow that guy to walk out the building? I would have looked at Ryan Day and went, what did you not see in Joe Burrow that you saw in Justin Fields or Dwayne Haskins? God rest his soul. What did you see in those two guys that you didn't see? Man, I'll tell you what, that'd be the greatest list in the greatest List of things that I missed if I was Ryan Day, the head coach of the Ohio State Buckeyes. How did I miss that guy? He was the OC. And you let that guy go win a Heisman and a national title somewhere else and an AFC championship all within three years. Can you believe what he did? He wins a national title, a Heisman trophy, an AFC title. He's a quarter and a half away from winning the Super Bowl. All in three years. And you missed that guy. <laughs> okay. And you missed him. And when it, you know what you loved about Burrow too? He goes into Cincinnati and goes, I don't care if it's Cincinnati or the Jets or if it's the Toronto Argonauts. We're going to win ball games here. And sure enough, man, that dude's changed the fortunes of the Cincinnati Bengals around. Cal goes, imagine Burrow and Philly with that offense. You'd go 14 and three. You might go 15 and two. 
Oh, that's a, oh my God, another list. <laughs> Josh Allen in Philly. Watch this. Josh Allen. Oh my God. That's the best. Hold on. Josh Allen in Philly. 15 and 2. Burrow. 14 and 3. Herbert. 14 and 3. <laughs> Russell Wilson. 14 and 3. Let's see. Who else? Let me. T- <laughs> uh, got Burrow 14 and 3. Herbert 14 and 3. Derek Carr 13 and 4. Kyler Murray 12 and 5. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm going to stop, man. Oh my God, Aaron Rodgers. Wait, I got one better after that. Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers, if he was in Philadelphia, <laughs> be 16 and 1. He and Brady would be 16 and 1. Brady might go undefeated if he was the quarterback of the Eagles. Oh my God, Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes. Uh, 15 and 2. With a running game, too? Oh. <laughs> Brady? Fuck Brady. <laughs> Jalen Hurts, 12 and 5. All right. Daniel Jones. Hey, if Daniel Jones was a starting quarterback in Philly, he'd be 7 and 10 still. <laughs> oh, man. Whoa. Man, oh, man. Aaron Rodgers and Brady would go 16 and 1. But wait a minute here. Great with the media. Great poise. Works hard. Good leader. Great competition guy. First and last to leave. Friendly. (laughs) I love the last one. Friendly. Mine was accurate. Big arm can make all the throws. Develops wide outs. Playmaker. How come you guys didn't mention any of those? (laughs) Um, TVD, baby. It's my boy. Has good intentions. (laughs) Come on, man. Give me a break. One break. (laughs) Oh, wow. How he gets the credit for developing the guy. You better hope not. Because he's failed at every guy he's picked. Okay? Every guy he's picked, he's failed at. You better hope. Hey, did you ever think that that's the reason why you haven't had a franchise quarterback in Philadelphia is because of Howie Roseman? John always missed it. What makes Howie better? What makes him better? Do you know how many places? Look at the Dolphins. They haven't had a quarterback since Marino. This is not immune to just the Eagles. 
Okay. They haven't had a quarterback since Marino. And the quarterback they had in Denver was a free agent, Peyton Manning. This is not something that's just a Philly thing. Look at the Jets. The Jets haven't had a quarterback since Chad Pennington. Whatever that means. The Giants. You know, they they wanted Eli out. Okay, we got Daniel Jones. Holy shit, man. I may have wanted a couple extra years of Eli. Oh, man. Susan, the Jets. I mean, the last time the Jets were good, Fireman Ed was six. Neil Armstrong was on the moon. And the Mets won the World Series for the first time. That's the last time that we saw the Jets that were relevant and good. Kenneth goes, man, Sills, I pray Hurt shuts you all the way up this season. Me too, man. I can't wait, that son of a B. Jeremiah, man, hey, they wanted Eli's ass out. Merry Christmas, this is what you got. You got almost a decade or six years or whatever the hell it's been of terrible football in New York. I can't remember the Giants sucking this bad. Maybe the Joe Pisarchik years when I was a kid. You went Fireman Ed. Hey, that's their most popular person in Jets history is Fireman Ed. <laughs> the guy that bangs on his head. <laughs> Who's the most famous New York Jet? Fireman Ed. It ain't a player or coach. It's Fireman Ed. He's the guy that sits in the stands banging on his head. I don't even know if he's still alive. Joe Pisarchik. <laughs> he's friendly. <laughs> Can I get accurate? He's friendly. Okay. <laughs> you know, we speak with Jalen's intangibles all the time. Yeah, I know. <laughs> we don't talk accuracy ever. Why? Okay. It's almost like, hey, it's like having a debate you don't want to ever hear. So I don't want to talk about that. Here's what you guys do. Oh, my God, you guys are like the mainstream media guys. The Xander they are. You do this, right? Hey, man, he's really a great guy. He's everything you want. He, he, he's a guy you want on your team. Okay, what about his accuracy? You're not allowed to talk about that. Sills, you're not allowed to talk. I'm not. No. Can, can he make all the throws? Hey! Okay, so wait. I'm asking if he's accurate if he can make all the throws. You're not allowed to talk about that. All right, can I ask this one? Since you got all these wideouts now, $100 million, and you've got a first-round draft choice, does he develop what? Hey! I, I, I'm just asking a question here. Hey, you know he's friendly. He's good with the media. And he works hard, and he's first in and last out. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, Chad Pennington, baby. Way to win an AFC East over Belichick after Brady got hurt. You can talk. We are Philly, and we don't care. Sills, <laughs> is the AFC West the best division in football? By far, Greg. If Greg... It may be one of the absolutely best divisions I've ever seen. Every one of those teams can win the Super Bowl. 
Okay. Every one of those, everyone, whatever that means, whatever that means, W2 is friendly. <laughs> He's first in, last out. Like, like Xander, first in, last out. 1990 NFC East, best ever. Mm, I don't know, man. Hey, W2. Yeah, right? After <laughs> that, he's friendly. Watch this. And I'm going to show you something about Aaron Rodgers. I'll take a break here in a second. Hang on here. Watch this. Here's Aaron Rodgers. How, oh, my God. This is a – oh, I'm going to do this after. I got to write this down because you know my CTE. Hold on. This is great. This is great. I'm going to do that. Hey, my friends, don't forget my friends at Morgan & Morgan where the fee is free. If you're hurt or injured on the job, finding that attorney is one of the most important things you could possibly do for you and your family. For the last 30 years, for the people is not a slogan. Morgan & Morgan collects more money for their clients than any firm in the country. They're the biggest firm in the United States of America, ready to do battle for you. With over 800 attorneys and offices in Philly, New York, Florida, and across the country, Morgan & Morgan is ready to do battle for you. When they go to court, there's no such thing as a fender bender. The call is free, 800-512-1600. That's 800-512-1600. Open 24-7, seven days a week. The call is free. The consultation is free. 800-512-1600. And when you call Morgan & Morgan, you do me a favor and you tell them Big Sill sent you. When choosing a lawyer for your injury case, you may ask, does the size of the law firm matter? Well, of course it does. The insurance company, they're huge with unlimited resources. And whether your case is big or small, they're built to bully you out of the money you're owed. But here's the good news. We're big too, the biggest actually. And we're built to bite to make them pay for all that was taken from you. Size is our strength. There's only one Morgan & Morgan. ForThePeople.com. at 11 with Rick Williams. It's the team you trust to bring it all together. The stories that impact your community, a sports roundup for the locals, and the AccuWeather forecast you depend on. Action News at 11 with Rick Williams. All right, did you know I was the Mommy Slam Dunk champion? Really? <laughs> yes, really don't sound so surprised. Let's see it. Oh, you're ready. All right, here we go. Let's hear the crowd. So go to right, I go to left. Fake them up. Mama, go up, mama! She did it. Again. You can't avoid gravity, but United Healthcare can help you avoid financial surprises by helping you compare costs and doctor quality ratings. United Healthcare. Uh-huh.
field of life, First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. Go for the midnight dares. Go for the game. Go for the hits. Go for the fans. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resorts. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. National Football Show, please hit the like button. Thanks, guys, so much for coming aboard here on this Monday. Oh, kudos to the Inquirer. Kudos to the Inquirer, man. I saw them do a 30-piece or 30-year anniversary piece on Jerome Brown's passing this past Saturday. Very cool. They talked about how they covered it. They talked about the massive loss, what it meant to the franchise, what it meant to the city. I was really glad to see that and read that piece. Um, every year I remember my friend because his lasting impression on me. And by the way, not so sad today. You know, more of the things that I remember and the things we did together and the last we had together. You know, I spent four years with that man and then some two extra after we got out of school. So I knew him pretty much my entire youth. By the time when I got to Miami and I met him, I was 17 years old and we grew up together and it was great to see the inquire um, do a piece remembering the passing 30 years ago. Crazy. All the people at Hernando high, um, thanked me and always thanked me every single year for um, honoring Jerome. And um, yeah, man, so that was really cool. So kudos to you guys. By the way, other Philly news. Hey, Devin Allen qualifies for the uh, world championships in a 110-meter hurdles. I think that's in two or three weeks. Congratulations to the kid. You know what I would do with him? You know what I would do with him? I'd put him on special teams, get that – Get that jackass Jalen Rager out of there and put that kid back there. You know what my wife said, though? It's one thing running hurdles. Can that guy take a hit? And I told her, I said, he did play at Oregon. Okay? He did play at Oregon. So I'd give this kid an opportunity to see if he can uh, field punt returns and kickoff returns. Can you imagine him running down the sideline? I mean, nobody's catching him in open space. This guy's one of the fastest hurdlers in the world. I mean, I think he had the third fastest time in recorded history. So, I mean, you're going to get an opportunity to see what this guy can do. I'd love this. I can't. Hey, I hope they play him in the exhibition season. I want to see what he could do. Can you imagine having that guy? If that guy turns out to be a superstar for your special teams, he could tilt the field for you. He could absolutely tilt the field. Philadelphia Stars in the championship game, USFL. I love that as well. I did. Michael, appreciate you coming aboard. Please hit the like button. Um, Teddy Bridgewater is a solid quarterback. Got his team to the playoffs. Also went to the Pro Bowl, but he's not good enough for a title. Um, I think he's pretty good. Okay, Seth. Nice play on words. Fast as lightning, Sills. 
Okay, the Avalanche beat my my Bolts in six. Okay. Tell you what, man, they deserved it. They outplayed them. But that's an iconic run that the Tampa Bay Lightning were on. They were going for three straight cups. Last team to get to that point were the New York Islanders in the 80s. And in today's salary cap and all that stuff, hey, man, that's pretty amazing. Flyers haven't been in that position in 47 years. And these, these guys were going for three straight. And they got all the way to game six. Not bad, man. We'll see what happens over the next. I thought Vasilevsky didn't play well enough. But then again, I didn't think the guys in front of him on the blue line played exceptionally well, too. I, 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 thought, the, I thought the Avalanche blue line in the Bolts blue line, I think that was the difference. I think that was the difference in that series. You ask me. That's a huge advantage. Brian Mitchell, Vaisekahema, Brian Westbrook, Darren Sproles. Dude, think of, hey, Mike. Mike brings a great point up. Hey, Mike, when you had those dudes playing special teams, your teams were good, weren't they? Your teams were good when you had when you had those guys as your centerpieces on special teams, Vaisekahema and them guys, Brian Westbrook and Sproles. Those Eagle teams were good. Dude, when you got exceptional special teams, it tilts the field for you, man. I get it, Randall. But th- that that's part of going deep, too. The injuries and such. Big Seal's going down to Florida. You decided yet? I'm going to... Hey. I'm 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 going down for a game this year. Yes, I'm going to, maybe for the UNC game, and I might be going for, um, I might be going for the um, the Florida State game. I'm not sure yet. I got to figure it out with what Mario's going to do. Okay, hey, I'm going to get to your points here in a minute. Where did I write that? Okay, watch this. So we did a little exercise about intangibles on your boy. Who's going to get the credit for developing Jalen if he turns into a big-time star? Your, your intangibles were, he's great with the media. He's got great poise. He works hard. He's a good leader. He's a good competitor. He's first then last to leave, and he's friendly. Um, I wrote down accurate, big arm, can make all the throws, develops wide receivers, and a playmaker. Let me take a look at Aaron Rodgers and how Aaron Rodgers fits this. Is Aaron Rodgers good with the media? No. Does he have great poise? Yeah. Um, works hard. I don't think so. A good leader. I don't know. Great competitor, I guess. First in, last to leave. I'm not sure about that. Friendly, no. Now, now, now. Let let's let's put Aaron Rodgers on my side with the my, with my attributes. Accurate, on the most accurate quarterback in NFL history. Big arm, one of the best of all time. How many Hail Marys has he thrown? Can make all the throws. <laughs> Develops wideouts. Playmaker. How come all my fit? How come all my fit? All my fit. All my fit Aaron Rodgers. Let's take a look at this with Brady. Brady fits all yours, 
and then accurate. I don't know if Brady has a big arm. Can make all the throws. Mm-hmm. Develops wideouts. Mm-hmm. Playmaker. Mm-hmm. Gee, I don't know. <laughs> Your guy doesn't fit the right side of the column, though. I don't understand this. I must be missing it. But he's not friendly. Uh. Rodgers is Marino overrated. Are you uh, are you out of your mind? Dan Marino has no resume at all remotely close to Aaron Rodgers. Dan Marino is 7 and 9 in the postseason. He got the hey, he gets dusted more times in the he's thrown 10 times more picks. Got far less victories than Rodgers does. And he's far less accurate. Brady's never had a big arm. I agree. What really matters is, though, is that he's vaxxed. <laughs> Roger, oh, I see. Jalen's vaxxed and Aaron's not. Oh, okay. Probably a thing, I guess, for some. <laughs> this dude said character. Man, zip it. <laughs> Uh, okay, let me move on here. I think we've made my point with my list. <laughs> hey, hey, Xander. Patrick Mahomes, 15 and 2 with the Eagle roster. Josh Allen, 15 and 2. Joe Burrow, 14 and 3. Justin Herbert, 14 and 3. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers and Brady, 16 and 1. Derek Carr, 13 and four. <laughs> Shit, Lamar Jackson, even. 14 and three. Whew, man. Big Chris goes Marino, top five passing yards of all time. I don't think so any longer. Maybe he is. Maybe he is still. Isn't it funny, though? You know, I did I did a topic on Dan Marino in Miami. Hey, hey, let's see how smart. Yeah, look up Favre's too. He's 13 and 12. Look up Peyton Manning's postseason record. Look up Matt Stafford's. Look up Russell Wilson's and Drew Brees's. Nine and seven. Come on, man. You guys are making it sound like these guys that you think are elite have these dynamic postseason football records. They don't. <laughs> I think Brett Farr is one game over 500 in the postseason. Montana 16 and five. Then it's Brady. Okay. Then it's Brady. Shit. Like I said, Russell Wilson is nine and seven. I mean, Peyton Manning, if you really want to say this, do you know who's more accomplished than Peyton Manning in the postseason? His brother. His brother, Eli, is a two-time Super Bowl MVP. Ben Roethlisberger's more accomplished. Roethlisberger's got two Super Bowl wins with one team and no losing records in his 17 years quarterback in the Steelers. Shit, Joe Flacco's not that bad. Joe Flacco's actually gone to New England and won 
Breeze, nine and seven. That's why when everybody's talking about Sean Payton being this great coach, eh, two games over 500. Okay, I guess so. The greatness of Nikki. Look, look at Eli. Eli's eight and four. He's got a better win percentage than his brother. That's a fact. His brother's one game over 500. I think, like I said, Manny's 14 and 13. Okay, so when everyone's talking about Aaron Rodgers, no one rips Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning doesn't have this stellar record in the postseason. Nick Foles, 4-2, baby. You bet, man. That's it. Yes, sir. Nicky Foles still taking Peyton. Over who in the postseason? Over who? Not Brady. Not Montana. Not Troy Aikman. <laughs> not Bradshaw. Hell, not even Steve Young. Eli did not go often. He won when he got there. <laughs> okay, so would you rather show up every year and get bounced in the opening round like Dak Prescott? Or would you rather get there and win it when you get there? I don't know. I'll take two years of not making the postseason. Third year, me winning the championship. I'd be all right with that. Hey, watch this. Watch this. Damn. Shit, man. We made it every year to the postseason. Every year. Hey, how about this? Hey, I'll, I'll give you a better one. Oh, my God, Xander. I got to write this down. You guys have just started off the second hour. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. It's not a list. It's not a list. Howie Roseman is God. Well, pick a quarterback for the team. Michael goes, you're welcome. Folds is two and oh versus Brady. That's so dope. Foles is intangibles. Got, <laughs> yeah. uh, start the best quarterback in playoffs of all time. Man. Flacco's 10 and 5. Joe, I think Star's 9 and 1 in the postseason. Flacco's 10 and 5. Steve Buscemi playing Howie Roseman. No, you got to have somebody more booky, bookwormy and nerdy. Yeah. All the bookworms they got at the Novacare Center. <laughs> you think this guy's good? Or do you think that guy's good? <laughs> well, it's, just, it's just Xander. Hey, do you think this guy's good? Or do you think that guy's good? <laughs> well, I don't know, coach. I'm not a coach. I'm a you know, talent evaluator. Oh, well, okay. Do you ever coach? No. How can you be a talent evaluator if you've never coached? Do you ever wonder that? How could you legitimately be a talent evaluator if you've never coached a position? Like, whose word would you take? Howie Roseman or Jeff Stoutland? Like, if you wanted to know if a guy was a good defensive tackle, would you ask the best offensive line coach 
in the NFL that question? What do you think of Jordan Davis? Or would you sit there and ask a bookworm, well, he's got great feet, he's fast, great hand placement. (laughs) Or would you ask a guy who plays against his dudes all the time? (laughs) Oh, let me ask my guy over there in cubicle seven. (laughs) Hey, Stanley, what what, what do you make of the guy from Eagle Creek University? You think he's good? Got great hand placement. Good first step, too. Very rangy. (laughs) Here we go. Hey, whoa. No, no. Do I have a topic for you? By the way, hour two, my boy Gary Cobb, 4.30 Eastern time from Fox 29. We will talk with him. We'll get to your thoughts. Please hit the like button. Hour two coming up. Keep it right here on the National Football Show. News at 11 with Rick Williams. It's the team you trust to bring it all together. The stories that impact your community, a sports roundup for the locals, and the AccuWeather forecast you depend on. Action News at 11 with Rick Williams. All right, did you know I was the Mommy Slam Dunk champion? Really? <laughs> yes, really don't sound so surprised. Let's see it. Oh, you're ready. All right, here we go. Let's hear the crowd. So go to right, I go to left. Fake them up. Mama, go up, up, up. <laughs> She did it. Again? You can't avoid gravity, but United Healthcare can help you avoid financial surprises by helping you compare costs and doctor quality ratings. United Healthcare. Uh huh. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. Go for the midnight dares. Go for the game. Go for the hits. Go for the fans. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resorts. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. Big Sales National Football Show. Gary Cobb, 4.30 Eastern, Fox 29, as he joins us each and every single Monday, will be with us bottom of the hour. 
You guys think you beat the Cowboys this year? Eagle fans? Do you beat the Cowboys? Can't beat the Cowboys. You ain't winning that division. What is the one thing that you have over Dallas? And don't say you have a better coaching staff. You don't. Dan Quinn and Mike McCarthy are superior to the coaching staff in Philly. Um, Whatever you think of Mike McCarthy, and I don't think much of him. I think he's a good coach, not a great coach. Better GM, okay. Better GM. Better offensive line. Cowboys won the division. Those games were never competitive last year. None of them. Destroyed you on Monday night. And you had the better O-line. Didn't matter yes last year. Why will it matter this year? It's a question. It's not an indictment. It's a question. What makes it so that you're better this year than them? You think your defense is better than them? They've got a better playmaker than anything you have on your defense. They're secondary. They've got a superstar player back there, too. I think he gambles too much. I don't think their linebacking core is better. I think it's probably a push. Better cornerback tandem? Your quarterback's not better. Your running back's not better. We are running the ball this year. Why well, sure hope not. I, I, I sure hope not. Why would you have paid $100 million for that guy to get 60 catches? You better not run the ball as much as you did last year. Or you'll get stuffed and turned into the one-dimensional team you are. Or were last year in 2021. Let's be fair, 2022 hasn't kicked off yet. We don't know yet. And I don't know. Yes, the greatness of Devin Allen. I would argue our running back core is better if healthy. So you think you're better than Zeke Elliott and Tony Pollard? I, I, I do not agree with that. I do not agree with that. Not that Zeke is Zeke three years ago either. That kid Tony Pollard is not bad. Zeke's overpaid. But he's better than your number two. And I would say Tony Pollard is healthier more than Miles Sanders is. Push? Okay. Again, I'm asking, this is not an indictment. Where are you better with the Cowboys? Is your wide receiving core better? Michael Gallup's not back for a couple months because he's still injured. They have C.D. Lamb. You have Devontae, and you have A.J. I think your wide receiving core is better. And if I were even going to say, I think you're passing pieces. I think you have a better tight end. The kid in Dallas is not bad, but I think Goddard's better. So I think your wideouts and your tight end are better. That's a big deal. 
Okay? You're using your indictment voice, though, Sills. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? What are you talking about? I have an indictment voice? Sills is directing the jury. Wait a minute. Wait. We're having a spirited debate here. I'm not indicting anybody here. Where are you better? Wide receivers. Tight end. Okay. Wide receivers and tight end. Your quarterback is not better than Dak Prescott. Has not been proven yet. He made this year, 2022. Rents due, I told you, September. We'll find out. Hearsay. Jesus, this is not a courtroom here. This is not. Your D-line's better? Joseph, they got Micah Parsons, dog. Micah Parsons is one of the best pass rushers in the league. He might be the best pass rusher in the NFC East. Him and Chase Young. Hassan Reddick, we'll see. I think he'll be in those top three. I think, he, hey, by the way, I think Hassan Reddick, I think he's going to be your most impactful player this year coming up. Dude, if that guy gets double-digit sacks on three different teams, I am a huge fan of that guy if he does that. Jadavian Clowney, his entire NFL career, has never had a double-digit sack season ever. That guy's going to have three on three different clubs, three different schemes. That is impressive if that happens. Okay? Parsons had one good sack season. He's only been in the league one year. (laughs) And they were comparing him to LT. Well, that's all good, man. You can always go back and watch the beginning of it later. If you double Parsons, then what? Everyone is sleeping on the Kobe Dean. Daz, you don't know that. Never played an NFL down in his life yet. Come on now. One player on the D-line. We're better, Sills. No, you mean you're deeper. You're deeper. You're not better, so per se, but you are deeper. Yes. Yes. So you beat Dallas this year. Do you split? You could split and win the division. Do you do you split? You're not going to sweep them. I don't think. I think you're going to split. Will says, let's wait until the pads start to pop. You don't have pads popping in Philly. They don't practice. Okay. I say split, but I hope for a sweep. Of course. Joseph, we're sweeping Dallas. Tight end split. I think Goddard's a tad better. Spa, what up, brother? Maybe better run stoppers now in Philly. Oh, I see a broom. Spa's got broom out. We're better at linebacker by far. Really? 
by far. Wide receiver, corners. It's going to be a good year for some ball either way. It sure is. Come on, Sills. I'm old school. They need to pop the pads. I know that, man. I I pray they do. I do. Got to beat Dallas, man. Got to beat Dallas. Okay? It's like it's like Dallas is like Army Navy. You could have a 10 and 0 season, but if you get to that game and you drop that game and you're Army and you lose a Navy, season shit. <laughs> Dog, hey, don't lose the arrival, man. And especially a rival you have to beat if you're going to be division champions. Got to beat them. Haven't been very competitive the last two seasons against them. Let's see what happens, okay? Again, no indictment. I don't know. I Do I think it's closer? Oh, I do. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think it's, I think it's really close. But you can't lose to the shitty Giants like you did last year. That was a train wreck. Remember I told you that Monday I went, how could you lose to that team? How could you lose to Daniel Jones? You can't have those kind of games. You're not a football team that could throw yourself out of trouble. You get behind, you're in trouble. Well, that's the 2021 team. Team may be different. Okay. Dallas D, only two impact players. Eagles have five. Hassan Reddick, Slay. Who, who are the other three? Who are the other three impact players? Who exactly are you talking impact players? Fletcher Cox didn't show up last year. Guy was MIA. You could have put his face on a milk carton. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about with him. But he may have a bounce back year. Okay, well, as of right now, his face was on a milk carton for the 2021 season. Okay. Hardgrave started out great. I thought he played pretty solid, too. I thought he was, but impact? Who are the other three? I mean, you say you got five impact players? Bradbury was a pro bowler two years ago. Not so good last year. I hope he gets back to that two years. Yes. Our gravy, I don't know if they have a better defense. I think it's pretty close. Okay. I think it's close. Gator goes, these kids don't get the milk carton reference. Oh, okay. They don't put missing missing people on milk cartons anymore. I apologize. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Hey. <laughs> yeah. These kids, shut up. All right. I got a topic for you here. I wrote this bad puppy down. You guys gave this to me. Are you ready?
had such a good spirited. Is is that a no? No, I I don't know. Okay, because we were talking about intangibles, those things in the last hour that you were talking to me about with Jalen's great intangibles. Great with the media, great poise, works hard, good leader, very competitive. First in, last out, and he's friendly. The other guy was accurate. Here's my intangibles. Accurate, big arm, can make all the throws, develop wide receivers, playmaker. Let me ask you this. Oh, I'm going to add one more guy. Why not? Of the last three big-time quarterbacks that the Eagles have had, not mentioning, not mentioning Michael Vick in this conversation here. If you had to have a successful season and a winning season, would you take McNabb, Nick Foles, or Jalen Hurts? To quarterback your team. This 2000, hey, this 2022 team, let's do that. This 2022 team, McNabb, Foles, or Hertz, who would it be? Here we go. Hold on. I want to write this down. McNabb. Woo! Nick. Hurt, hurts. Oh, Jalen gets some love. Look at Nikki. McNabb. McNabb, and it's not close. Foles. Look at that. Nikki. No, no, Jalen? <laughs> McNabb or Nick? Can McNabb start the season and Nick finish it? No. Dan is the reason Hertz will go off this season. Nobody else. Just Sills. <laughs> ah! Foles. Look at Nicky. Wentz. Ooh. I should have added Wentz into that. Wentz. I think I have to. Wentz, McNabb, Nick Foles. Yes, if you had to have a successful season, McNabb, Wentz, Nick Foles, or Hurts, who would it be? Would it, who would I pick? No, this, no. This, this 2022 team. Carson Wentz never had a team like this with wideouts like that. Would I pick McNabb, Nick, Hertz, or Wentz? God, why do I want to pick Wentz? Because Nick Foles can't carry a football team for a season, so I'm not taking his ass. Jalen can't make throws, so it really comes down to McNabb or Wentz. 
really comes down to those two. I need a quarterback that throws the ball. So Nick can't do it every game because he hasn't. Hurts, well, McNabb or Wentz? I got to take Wentz. Got to take Wentz. (laughs) Man. Never thought I'd say that. Wentz will get injured. He didn't last year. Well, you can't pick Nick. Nick can't carry a team. McNabb for a good season. Wentz falls for Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, 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 no. Don't work like that, guys. <laughs> uh-uh. Uh-uh. Uh, Wentz is reckless. Well, Hertz is not accurate. Nick carried what? Nick got the team. What do you win? Five games? When that guy left the game, he was 11 and 2, threw for 4,000 yards once. When he had a good team. Just trolling at this point. It's a. So anytime someone asks a question, boy, this sounds like people talking about the Supreme Court. Anytime someone asks a question that you don't like, you think someone's rigging it. I'm not rigging it. I'm asking a question. It's a debate. It's dialogue. It's sports talk. That's what this is. You call it trolling? Shit, man. I guess trolling sports talk then. You want to know what trolling is? Calling Russell Westbrook, Russell um, Westbrook, Russell Westbrook, like Skip Bayless did over the weekend, that's trolling. I'm not calling anybody any names here. Not doing any of that. That's trolling. I'm asking a a question. (whistles) So the way I read this, the best quarterbacks that you've had over the last 10 years are McNabb, Wentz, Foles and Hurts. Shit, man. Jalen pulling up the rear. Hey, done. He's your least quarterback. All right. Man, wanna know what's gonna happen. <laughs> man, how can you guys do that to your guy? Nate Sudfeld. Well, if I need to tank a game, he's my guy. Hey, Eastside Monster, if I want to tank a game. He's my guy, man. I'm going to ask Gary Cobb that question. Let's bring in my friend Gary Cobb from Fox 29. He's going to love this question. Holy cow. Okay, we're playing something here, Gary, and I'm going to ask him. You had to have a successful season with this football team that we have assembled here with Howie Roseman. What quarterback would you want to quarterback your Eagle team? McNabb, Nick Foles, Carson Wentz, or Jalen Hurts? Well, <laughs> I'm looking at their, uh, you know, what they've done as the Eagle. I'd have to go with McNabb. I, I think he did more with less. 
you know, uh, you know, he learned to take care of the football. Uh, he was going to uh, create things, you know, with his legs and everything. But he, he played winning football. I mean, a lot of times they won close games. I mean, if most of the close games they won because he took care of the ball. They weren't like blowing people out. But consistently, you know, they, they won the division. They went to the playoffs. And for that matter, went to the NFC Championship game. They, you know, they didn't win you know, won one of those. But uh, when it came to winning a game, though, I think he played winning football. And, and I think this year, you know, if Jalen takes care of the football, you know, now, you know, he's got to be, you know, be able to take advantage of the opportunities are there. But taking care of the football, really, with Carson Wentz, if Carson takes care of the football this year, Washington's going to be tough. I, I, you know, I know a lot of people looking, they've given up on, on him. But you look at his numbers last year, 27 and 7. I think if he goes 27 and 7, with that Washington defense plays the way I think they're capable of. You know, I think they're going to be in the hunt. So, but but Donovan, he played winning football. He he played the game to win the game. You know, that's why he would go in there, and uh, a lot of times it's it's a, it's a quarterback who will make plays. Let's say in that red zone, but he's got to take care of the ball. If you're turning the ball over, you don't win in the NFL. You know, and, and I know a lot of people they don't concentrate on that. But if you're turning over over that ball. You know, I'm up here. I'm up here uh, in North Jersey. You know, you got all these giants up here, man. You know, uh, Harry Carson's up here. You know, and and, all, and all, yeah, all, all these guys are up here. You know, all of the, the you know the, the teams that won. You know, you got all of the these giants up here. Hey, they knew about you know you had to take care of the ball, and that's what it's going to come down to. Now, they're asking me about their quarterback. Their quarterback. I'm going. This kid. The kid doesn't have a clue. He's out there like he's just, like, lost. And, and I don't see where he's gotten smarter over the years. That's the thing that really concerns you. Yeah. And uh, I, I don't know if he's, he's the right guy for them, if they're ever going to win with that kid. But you got to be productive as a quarterback, but you got to take care of the football, you know. And if you don't take care of the football, you probably maybe need to start thinking maybe about some other line of work. <laughs> Gary. I, I, I'm getting sick of this kind of conversation here that when we talk about quarterbacks and I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to read a list to you here. Okay. This is what everybody says to me about your boy Jalen. Yeah. He's great with the media. Yeah. He's got great poise. That's right. Hold on. He works hard. Yes. He's a good leader. Uh-huh. He's a good competitor. Yep. He's first in last to leave. Yep. He's friendly. Now, yeah. now, here are my intangibles. He's accurate, big arm, can make all the throws, develops wide receivers, and is a playmaker. How come none of the, how come nobody ever asked those about the kid? And I'm always talking about these over here. You know, I, I will say the thing. You know, I tell you this kid what he needs to do. If he doesn't make it as a quarterback, he needs to run for office. <laughs> I, you know what? Come on. <laughs> Everybody's rooting for him. I mean, they like the kid, and they're all rooting for him. Whether they think he could be our quarterback or not, they love. You know, he's a likable guy. But, but when when it's game time, though, you need somebody can make those throws, man. You you need somebody that can read that defense quickly, get that football out of his hands. That's what quarterbacking is in the NFL. And you know, I, I think he's gonna he's working at it. We'll see if he can do that going into this year, but. 
Uh, they, they, everybody loves the kid. He's, he is a good kid. I mean, he, 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 he's a great guy. He's Everybody's good. pulling for him, man. I mean, I have people to stop, you know, uh, like some of them say, man, why are you so tough on Jalen? I'm going, I'm not tough on him. But I got to call it like it is. The league's tough. Gary, the league's tough on him. That league is tough on him. Okay, the league, it's not so much, you know, we're having a little fun here, but yeah. it's the league that's tough on the guy. That's why sometimes when you and I talk, one week he's here, one week we're there on him. One yeah. week we're here, one week we're there. And people go, well, you guys are flip-flopping. I'm going, no, his inconsistent play yeah. makes us talk about him like that. Yeah. You can't, you can't help but you got to call it like it is. There are times when he, he doesn't see what's out there. See, and that's what he got to do. You got to be able to you walk up to it and you got to read what, what they're showing. Now, I will say that he has been maybe the last five years – He's played a different offense every year. I mean, like they change offense. This is the first year where he's playing the same offense with the same coaches. So I, I, I think we can probably expect that he's going to see things better. And I think as he sees things better, the whole thing comes down then is the decision-making. You know, and you, you got to take what's there. If a guy's not open, you can't force it to him. Now, that's Carson's problem. Carson will say, no, I'm going to get that ball into that guy. Look, the guy's covered. Don't throw that ball. You know, you can't turn the ball over, especially, you know, you're playing against a good team. You go into that game knowing the team that turns the ball over, really, a lot of times in the NFL, one team loses. Not so much one team wins. One team loses, meaning like they, they're turning the ball over and they give the ball, to, they give the game to the other team. And that's quarterback play. See, you know, that's quarterback play. So. I hope I, you know, I'm rooting for the kid. I like him too, but I, I tell everybody, you, I a care. Yeah, everybody loves the kid here. Let me ask you this. Yeah. All right, all that aside, now save big on your Memorial Day barbecue. All in the Kroger app. Get three pound rolls of juicy eighty percent lean ground beef for three forty nine a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for seventy seven cents each. All with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Let me throw this at you here. Who do you believe is going to get the majority of the credit? Let's hypothetically say that this guy throws for 4,200 yards. They get to the NFC Championship game. He turns out to be the guy. Are you going to give credit to Sirianni for developing him? Or are you going to get give Howie Roseman credit for finding him? I probably, you know, I don't know that, I, you know, I could say I could give that credit to Sirianni right away like that. I, so I probably maybe give more credit to Howie and that Howie went out and he got, you know, I mean, he went out and he got people with him. I mean, he's got, you know, get, you know uh, AJ, you bring him in here. That, that's an outstanding move. That is the kind of move I think that, you know, you start talking about, you know, um, you know, the, the, whatever do they call it, the front office guy of the year or whatever, however, they, they don't term it like that. But, you know, that type of move, meaning he went and got him a number one receiver. Now, we were all talking. You know, he they need to improve the receivers. Did we dream he could go get A.J. Brown? No. Like, he can't get A.J. Brown. He's like, Unbelievable. So he went out and got him. That's And, and that really, I think it puts Jalen in a position where – there's nothing he can cry about after this year. He's got the pieces there to, you know, you got a great offensive line, you got a great running game. You know, 
you, you've got Devontae Smith, who's a kid that should be looking like a, an outstanding number two, and you got him a number one. You got a good tight end. You got all the pieces there for them to have an, a, a good, effective offense that scores a lot of points. Gary, who do you think is the most underappreciated player on this roster? Underappreciated? Well, you know, you, you could look at the offensive line, you know, uh, but when I say mm, underappreciated, that's a good point. Um, Guy that doesn't get a lot of love for the work that he puts in and has been there and is a solid player, but nobody really circles him and goes, mm. you know, that guy right there, man. I mean, is, is there a guy that's a blue pale guy out there that goes to work every day or is it there's no one out there? Is there a guy that's just underappreciated? Well, you know, I, I mean, I, I think Goddard's a good player. I think Goddard might be a guy who people don't realize that he's one of the best tight ends because he's complete tight end. He can do How about Malata? What's that? How about Malata? Now, Malata, definitely. Malata's a guy who nobody dreamed he would be this good this soon. Uh, so, you know, with the fact that the offensive line is probably the strength of the team, you know, maybe Malata's the guy that we don't appreciate yet uh, because as well as he played last year, a lot of people had, had him rated as the third best tackle with the way he played and you know he's dominant uh they like to run on that left side you know they're running behind him a lot on that left side so maybe he's the guy maybe you could you could say Mulata's the guy last question for you this secondary now that they added the kid from San Francisco you think this group has a shot at being elite I mean when you look at now the talent that they have added now they they've addressed the safety position They've addressed the cornerback positions. They got a one and a two now. Mm -hmm. We'll see what Bradbury does. I know there's a lot of question marks, but are you higher now on this secondary group prior to what we saw with free agency in the draft now and what they've done? Uh, most doubtedly. You know, uh, the whole thing, though, is, you know, they got to gel together. You know, I, I want to see turnovers. I want them going after the ball. That's what the big thing I think that needs to be emphasized Hopefully, defensively, they emphasize the turnover because the secondary, with the corners they have, they should be able to play man-to-man. -man. It should be a team that's going after the ball. I think they're going to get a decent pass rush. So they, if they, they can force turnovers, I'm telling you, they're going to be in a, a team that's hosting games in the playoffs if they can force turnovers. So uh, I, I hope that they get to that. I think they got the talent to get to it. But you got to go out and do it, baby boy. You got to get out and do it. I tell you what, Garrett, looks like you're in a really good place. The last time I was at a Giants party was LT's place over in the Meadowlands. And I won't say what went on upstairs. I'm just oh. saying you look like you're in a good place with some of them dudes there. And I'm going to leave it there. Okay. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, they're, they're up here having a good time. You know, we got a little rain. The rain cut off. Uh, you know, the boys came up here for a while, you know, while it was raining. So, you know, guys are out there smiling on the course. So uh, I can't say how they're playing, but they're out there smiling a lot. Very good. Gary, we'll catch you next week. Thank you, my friend. All right. Have a good one. You got it. That's my friend Gary Cobb. By the way, we're going to be throwing some of those questions off of you that I asked Gary so that we get you guys' thoughts. Hey, I'm a helper here. Okay? That's all we're doing here. My friends at Morgan & Morgan are also helpers, Okay. They're here for you if you've ever been hurt or injured on the job. Know this, finding an attorney is one of the most important things that you can possibly do for you and your family knowing this. For the past 30 years, Morgan & Morgan has collected over $13.5 billion for their clients. 
That could be you. For the people, my friends, it is not a slogan. It's who they are. They're the biggest law firm in the country, and we are so proud to be involved with them. Over 800 attorneys strong all across the country in offices in Philly and in New York and in Florida. Do me a favor. Call them at 800-512-1600. That's 800-512-1600. Open 24-7, seven days a week. 800-512-1600. Again, when you call Morgan & Morgan, you'll understand this. The call is free. The consultation is free. And when you do call them, tell them Big Sill sent you. After a car crash, the big insurance companies you see advertising on TV, they may try to downplay your case and might say it's only a fender bender or it's just a herniated disc. I worry that some law firms fall for this BS, not us. We put ourselves in your shoes and ask, what would it be like to be in your pain for the rest of our lives? A million dollars wouldn't be enough for me. There's only one Morgan & Morgan for the people.com. with Rick Williams. It's the team you trust to bring it all together. The stories that impact your community, a sports roundup for the locals, and the AccuWeather forecast you depend on. Action News at 11 with Rick Williams. All right, did you know I was the Mommy Slam Dunk champion? Really? (laughs) Yes, really, don't sound so surprised. Let's see it. Oh, you're ready, all right, here we go. Let's hear the crowd. Go to Loretta, go to Lepka, fake them out. Mama, go up, mama! She did it. Again. You can't avoid gravity, but United Healthcare can help you avoid financial surprises by helping you compare costs and doctor quality ratings. United Healthcare. Uh huh. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. Go for the midnight dares. Go for the game. Go for the hits. Go for the fans. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resorts. Book your trip at theoceanac.com.
Welcome back, National Football Show. Sills broke the weed whacker shaving his back. That ain't what I broke the weed whacker on, Chris. How you doing? <laughs> Hit the like button. <laughs> Hit the like button. Hit the like button. How you doing? Joseph's just trolling people out here now. If you're not rooting for jail, nobody's not, not rooting for him. People are just saying he's not good enough. Nobody's saying anything. Okay? Seals, how's the hot tub coming along? (laughs) I was talking in general. Me too. Hey, Joseph, me too. I'm talking in general. It's just not good enough. Hey, look, if when you show, hey, watch this. When you show up to a movie and you see a guy acting, so watch this. So if I show up to The Godfather and Tim Brando is playing Don Corleone instead of Marlon Brando, eh. <laughs> okay, Tim Brando is playing Don Corleone. You know, I'm going to have to, I don't know. I don't know if this is good enough here. Where's Marlon Brando? Oh, Joseph, you're not. Feelings hurt? Come on, man. Come on, man. Do I think Jalen could get it done? Yes. Get what done? Savy, get what done? Okay. Do I think Jalen can get it done? Yes. Do I think someone else could do it better? Yes. That's the best take of the show so far. Hey, Savy, I think you and I are on the same page. I think he can do it. It'll be 10 times harder. These other great quarterbacks like Joe Burrow and all these guys, they make it easier. That's all I'm saying. Okay. That's 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 kind of it. Sills, please answer me this. How would Henry do behind this old line? Eh, you know, I don't think you're I don't think you're respecting Tannehill and what Tannehill brings to that offense, too. Okay? Tannehill could throw the ball. I'll tell you what, I think the loss of AJ Brown, I think it's gonna walk that Titans team back a bit. That kid Burks they got from Arkansas, you see Tannehill, what he said yesterday? He goes like this, eh, it sucks the kid's not out here practicing. Why? Why is that guy not practicing? Honestly, what is he doing? Asthma? Get the f- – are you kidding me? Asthma? That guy got a free ride at Arkansas. He didn't practice hard enough. How do you not know that when you draft that dude and trade A.J. Brown? You want to know the biggest F-up in the offseason is the Titans letting that 25-year-old star go to Philly. How in the hell do you not know that? Right. And get this. Xander's like the Arkansas coach must be a shrimp. And how about this? How about the Arkansas coach not telling Mike Vrabel and people in Tennessee – that this guy here, he's soft on practice. 
There's nothing about that Tennessee team that's soft. By the way, A.J. Brown never wanted to leave. But they were hijacking him on $4 million bucks. I'd re- Watch this. I'd rather have A.J. Brown than Tyree Kill. I don't care what you say. That's your style for me. I want guys that look like that. When my wide receiver lines up in a Y or Z, and he's looking at your DB, and he's that dude, I don't want a shrimp out there. Okay? I don't care how fast he is. I'll take that dude. Have you seen that guy run with the ball after he catches it? Barrett Brooks sent me like a YouTube on him. That guy's a freak show, man. I mean, he is a freak show. I'll take that guy, especially in a style of offense like this. I mean, (laughs) dude, I have no idea what the Titans were thinking. Hey, hey, Sydney, A.J. Brown is a winner. I'm all over him. Big Sills wanted Burks as well. Eastside Monster, he was one of the guys I circled. Yeah, he surely was. Absolutely. By the way, that doesn't necessarily mean he sucks. That's a problem that he's not practicing. But that has nothing to do with ability and what's going on in the mini camps right now. You don't know that. What were they saying about Jamar Chase? He couldn't catch NFL footballs because it had like the circle on it or some shit. Then he goes for 1,500 yards. Yeah, that was dumb. Kyle, I never said I didn't. He No, I circled him and said he'd fit what they're trying to do instead. By the way, Oh, my God. Thank you, guys. Hey, Xander, look what these guys did for me. I never thought about that. Damn right I wanted a player like Trayvon Burks. You know why? Because Tennessee saw the same thing I saw, that it reminded them of A.J. Brown, and that's why they sent him to Philly. Yeah, so did the Titans. The Titans saw A.J. Brown in him. Exactly what I saw. And? That's an NFL football team doing it. Yeah. They saw the same characteristics I did. They saw A.J. Brown characteristics. Yeah. Okay. I'm guilty. Yeah. Yeah. They saw the same thing I saw and agreed with me because they drafted him. Yeah. Thank you. I here. I got the Titans pick right. Because that's why they sent AJ to you. They thought they got a cheaper AJ Brown. Little did they realize, and nobody knew that this guy here, asthma. Come on, man. Yeah, I gotcha. Why trade for potential when you are, dude? I do not believe in that either. Potential. Yeah, but Sydney. That's all people are talking to me this offseason about is potential with uh, with Jalen. I haven't seen star power yet. I haven't seen it. Big Seals couldn't stop raving about Watson to Philly. Absolutely. Miami, Denver, Carolina. See, Miami, Denver, Carolina, Atlanta. 
New Orleans. Minnesota. There were like seven teams that were looking into Deshaun Watson. Guilty again. Guilty again. Then what changed it one more time is the guaranteed money. You don't really think Deshaun Watson wanted to play in Cleveland, do you? For $230 million guarantee, how you doing? I'll play on the moon. $230 million. Watch your style, too. You know what's crazy? Some of you still think that you would rather have Jalen Hurts than Watson. Watson's going to play eventually. He's going to play. I can't wait to see how the NFL is going to handle this. So what is it tomorrow? His cases, um, his cases are going to be heard or there's going to be some type of resolution on it. They're going to suspend him indefinitely. For what? He's not guilty of anything. What's he guilty of? What crime has he committed? Has he been found guilty of a crime? This is where the NFL gets in trouble. And again, I'm not defending him, and I'm not bashing anybody here. I defend due process. And people don't like this when I defend due process. Personally, I don't give a shit about Deshaun Watson. But I do care about due process. What is he guilty of? Bad behavior? That's not a crime. That's not a crime, according to the district attorney. No charges have been filed ever against him. What's his crime? How are you going to come up with a punishment that you feel fits the facts? The media doesn't. I don't have the facts. You don't have the facts. All you have is idiots like me commenting on it. Pro or con. Once again, I don't care. I don't care what happens in Cleveland. Could care less. Could care less. Shit, Roethlisberger was accused of raping a woman in a toilet. What did he get? Six games? Assault with (laughs) NFL will handle it poorly. Chris is dead on. As they, you know why, Chris, the NFL will handle it poorly? Because they're not law enforcement. They're not a courtroom. They're not marriage counselors. They're not sexual assault experts. They think they are. They're a football team. They're a football league. And when you get over your rails like this, There's no way you're going to make proper steps that are correct. You can't even tell us about Daniel Snyder's seven-figure settlement with a woman that he settled with, gave her $2 million because he assaulted her in a limo, according to the Washington Post. 
the Washington commander owner was never punished for that behavior. That's why Goodell is toothless in that, but he's going to come down on Deshaun with a punishment. Okay. My question is going to be, you got an owner that settled on a $2 million settlement with a woman who worked in his office that he allegedly, according to the Washington Post, raped. What's the penalty here? They don't take his team away like they took Jerry Richardson's team away in Carolina. You see, the NFL media doesn't ask these questions because you know why? Accessibility again. I got to get in the building. You, you start shitting all over an owner. And by the way, okay, I'm not really... I'm not really attacking Daniel Snyder. I'm attacking the fact that the media is looking at Deshaun Watson with one eye, and then they're allowing some of these other guys to just skate. Sexual misconduct should not have levels. I had someone say this, Sills, it's 24 cases versus one. One case is as bad as 24 cases. You can't have people in your business that act like that. That make a health unhealthy work environment. I don't care how many people it is. One's too bad. I'm so happy. That's one of the great things. You know, people have said a lot of shit about me. I respect women all the time. All the time. Joy Taylor worked for me. I told you this numerous times. All these people that have worked with me that are women, you work with me, man. You go to work. I don't care about any of that shit. You you should not have levels. That's right, Nathan. Character here. I don't want my, here, here, I'll I'll give you something better, guys. You know what? Still sounds like he'll beat up a dude and say, hell, he fell down. I don't believe in putting your hands on anybody, guy. That's not a way to make a point. That's an asshole's way of making a point. When you have to lower yourself to put your hands on someone else to make a point, that's a you thing. You're not intellectually inclined to be able to come up with a conversation to make your point and understand that you're trying to make a point. You resort to what? Violence. Those are the weakest people in the room. That's not me. Eastside Monster goes, Big Sills. Didn't Big Sills throw a dude through a window? Eh. That was years ago. And he put his hands on me. I will tell you this, Eastside Monster. Don't put your hands on the bear. (laughs) Don't, hey, don't put your hands on the bear. (laughs) You touch the bear, eh, you're not going to get bit. You're going to get eaten. 
Okay. We already have Kenneth. I'm sorry you missed my lovely Joy Taylor. We'll get her on again. That was a different Big Sills. He's changed. Signed Ray Lewis. Nice. Sills was a different guy back in the day. (laughs) I'm an angel now. Don't poke the bear. That's right. Don't put your hands on me. Things will work not work out well for you. There's a reason I'm undefeated <laughs> in heavyweight championship foot in heavyweight fighting history. I'm the heavyweight champion of the world. Believe me. <laughs> I'll be good. You are 100 percent right, Dan. I never agree with you, Dan. <laughs> Ray Lewis went to oh, okay. All right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Oh, no, wait. So tomorrow we're going to find out more about Deshaun. Here's what I say happens. I'm going to make a prediction to you guys. You ready? They'll suspend him for the year with an indefinite where he has to reapply. The NFL Players Association and Rusty Harden and his attorney, will challenge the ruling by the commissioner. He'll be able to play this coming season. And if anything, he'll be suspended at the beginning of next year. They'll reduce it to eight games. Remember I said it. Just to be clear. Okay. He'll be suspended this week for the full year. Because I'm going to tell you why. The NFL doesn't want to spend them two years. What well, doesn't want them not to have played two years in a row. Okay. So they'll suspend them for the full year. The NFL PA and Watson and the Browns will challenge it. It'll be pushed to the offseason. It'll be ruled in the offseason. He'll be suspended in 2023 for eight games. They'll reduce it to eight games. That's how this is going to roll. Watch. 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 What do you think? Hmm? They're not going to sit him for two years in a row. No way. Drow says, you think so? Won't there be backlash with the com- comparison to the owner's behavior like Kraft? Absolutely. That's what's going to cover them, them fighting the suspension. And, okay, he, he's... He, he, he's going to challenge the suspension. He's not just going to go, okay. He's not going to do that. They're going to challenge it. And the NFL PA better challenge it for him because their job is not to be a person that looks on the morality side of this. You're there to defend the NFL players. That's your job is to defend the NFL players. 
I think he gets eight games. So Calvin Ridley gets one year. Yeah, Calvin Ridley was caught gambling. Deshaun Watson hasn't broken any laws whatsoever. What laws he broken? And again, don't tell me what your passion and your feelings are. Hey, do I think the guy's a creep? Do I think he's weird? Absolutely. That's not the point here. Do I think some of the owners are weirdos like Bob Kraft? Absolutely. That's not what I'm talking about. And again, I don't give a shit about Deshaun Watson. But you got to be fair to this here. I know, see, the media is quick to react immediately when they see something that they think and they're making a judgment on. You have no facts, but you're making judgments on it. Which means you don't have the facts. Do you know more people overreact to things that they don't have the facts on than anything I've ever seen? And if last week and the ne- these last couple days haven't played that out, I don't know what the hell you're thinking. There are so many things people don't have all the facts on. But we're so quick because emotions take over here. And again, I will say this to you. Okay, if I was the National Football League, I'd be very careful because 49% of your fan base are women, dude. And you better make sure that you're not coming down on that side where it makes it look like that guy is just going to walk through the yellow brick road like you have already these last couple months by giving him a $230 million pay raise. You think that's a good look? You think? Ask yourself that. You think that's a good look for women or anybody in this country? When you gave a guy $230 million in guarantees and you gave him an $18 million raise and you're going to talk to me about right now what's going to be fair? Shit, they haven't acted fair the whole time. They paid him last year. He was on the active roster. He got a credited year and they gave him a pay raise in Cleveland. How in the hell do you think that looks good to women who are 49% of your fan base? Not good. Not good. Okay, not good. Plain and simple, violated the conduct policy. They can address it however they want. 66 cages. That's what's been reported by the New York Times. There's only 24 and 20 of them I heard 21 of them have been dealt with. Again, I'm not taking a newspaper's account. The New York Times? Are you crazy? I would never trust that newspaper. The New York Times. (laughs) Let me get, you read their editorial uh, column. (laughs) Really? The only thing the New York Times has that's worthy to reading is the crossword puzzle. It's the crossword puzzle. All right, hour three. Will the Eagles secondary turn out to be more productive than the front seven? I want to hit on that. Another Eagle topic coming up. It's about the run game. Please hit the like button. Keep it here on the National Football Show.
Action News at 11 with Rick Williams. It's the team you trust to bring it all together. The stories that impact your community, a sports roundup for the locals, and the AccuWeather forecast you depend on. Action News at 11 with Rick Williams. All right, did you know I was the Mommy Slam Dunk champion? Really? <laughs> yes, really, don't sound so surprised. Let's see it. Oh, you're ready. All right, here we go. Let's hear the crowd. So go to right, go to left, fake a mom. Mama, go. Oh, mama! She did it. Again? You can't avoid gravity, but United Healthcare can help you avoid financial surprises by helping you compare costs and doctor quality ratings. United Healthcare. Uh huh. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. Go for the midnight dares. Go for the game. Go for the hits. Go for the fans. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resorts. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. Big Sills National Football Shows. Please hit the like button. We appreciate everybody coming aboard with us. God, there's a lot going on. I mean, what, what is it? What did I say we are now? 29 days until start of training camp? Man, that bad puppy's right around the corner, man. Three weeks and some change. I love it, man. We're right here, right? We are right here. All good. Please hit the like button. I appreciate it. David says, hey, Dan, could you be any more of a biased conservative Trump supporter? I'm sure you trust Fox News over the New York Times. I think they're full of shit, too, David. Bro, you got me wrong here, man. Conservative. Bro, you know what I root for? Right. G. You took all of that from what you've never heard me say that here. Once again, an asinine assumption. Asinine assumption. Holy cow. Come on now. You, you, I don't know what you're talking. Okay, I don't believe any of the media. That you, oh, you know what I do do? I watch Fox News and I watch CNN and I watch all the bullshit artists try to make something so that they stir up American emotions. You think they're selling positivity? 
Are you kidding me? They make a living. Worst thing to happen was the coronavirus ended. Oh, my God. People are sick, and they're in hospitals. Let's go to a commercial break. Why don't you donate that money, man? The people who were dying and families who were dying. You ain't going to see that. Both sides. Are you crazy? Come on, man. My wife is right. I vote what's right. I vote for the United States of America, bro. Okay? I vote for America. I do not vote. Mark Cuban, when he was on my radio show about two years ago, he was right, man. Having a political affiliation is the worst thing you could possibly have because it sends you down a rabbit hole on both sides. Hey, man, we'll see what happens with the voters in November. And by the way, this just in, elections have consequences. And sometimes you don't like the consequences. Get your ass out and vote. Instead of complaining every four years, get out and vote. You don't like something, vote. That's how our country, in my opinion, is the greatest country on the planet. You don't like something, vote. You don't like her, him, vote. Burning shit down and tipping stuff over, that's not going to cut it. Because true Americans, you know what? America's not New York and California. America's in the middle. Okay? Our country is so awesome. Media sells disasters. Why do you think every year when we see those hurricanes, like Home Depot goes through the roof? Oh, we got hurricane coverage. They sell the disasters. You're, you're, you're covering police chases. You know what the biggest draw is in Los Angeles? You guys want to know what the biggest draw is? Car chases. They break through programming in Los Angeles to cover a car chase. And you're like, um, uh, yeah, um, uh. it's like watching a public execution. I saw a guy, he was being chased by the cops on a motorcycle. The guy went fly, flying 50 feet through the, and you're like, okay, well, why am I watching this? Oh, I know why. Because America likes watching train wrecks. We do. We, that's why we like Mike Tyson. That's why we like all things that have trained. Tiger Woods, we covered that story. OJ, right? All that, man. George Carlin said, people who don't vote have more of a right to complain because they didn't pick the guy. That's funny. <laughs> hey, that's funny, actually. Very cool. Hey, guys, please, again, you got me wrong, dude. Way off, way off. You know what? And I'll say this one thing about, hey, I'll say this one thing to you about Trump. You know why you didn't like him? Because he talks shit to people. Honestly. He reminded me of NFL owners. That's how the NFL owners talk to players. Trump was like Jerry Jones. He was, man. Trump was like Jerry Jones. Okay? They, they just, he, he talks shit to people. Jerry Jones and Trump are, don't you see the same guy? Settle down, settle down before you start getting crazy here. 
That's what he tells his radio guys every Monday. Two guys, I, I mean, I know these two guys that do a radio broadcast in Dallas, right? And Jerry comes on. Man, last year they got blasted by the Rams or something like that. So he came home. He goes like this. He starts talking shit to these two guys. And these two guys got to be careful because you know why? They lose their job. Jerry call up the uh, general manager or he'll call up somebody at Odyssey because, you know, they'll take a knee. And Jerry will call him up and they'll be guys be out of work. I don't care how high ratings you have. And Jerry, you know, the Cowboys didn't really go, settle down, settle down, settle down. I'm not going to sit here and listen to this. You uh, let me speak. Let me speak. And you're going, okay, that's got to be, hey, to me, that's a t- I would not want to interview Jerry Jones after a loss because you could say something, get yourself fired. That's a tough gig. Those guys that are in Dallas, I think they're on. I don't think they're on. I don't think they're on the ticket. The ticket's pretty good in Dallas. Almost got a job there. Okay. I don't like Jerry Jones either. (laughs) I told my wife the same thing. I was like this, man. People hate this guy because he sounds to me exactly like an owner. Man, I have never met an owner who doesn't talk shit to his players or his coaches. And it reminded me so much of that, how he talks. And you knew it wasn't going to go over with people in Washington. Nobody, Nobody likes getting talked to like that. She's a loser. Easy guy. You can't be calling people like that. Hey, you can't. You can't be talking like that, dog. You can't be denigrating women. You can't be undermining other people. You can't be talking shit to African-Americans. You can't do that. He don't care. And that's why he got crushed. All right, let's move on over here. I got something here for you. I'm going to ask you this here. Please hit the like. My boy, Jimmy G. My boy, Jimmy G, man. Starting to throw. Man, I'd like to have his ass in Philly. 14 and three. Hey, wait a minute here. Let me, let me double check. Let me double check something here. I'm Jimmy G. I got to make it. Hold on. Let's see here. What's Jimmy Garoppolo's record as a starting? What's Jimmy Garoppolo's record as a starting quarterback? 31 to 14. According to Stat News, Jimmy Garoppolo has a record of 31 to 14 as a starter with the 49ers in his career. What's Jimmy Garoppolo's postseason record? He's five. Okay, so 31 and 14 and five and two. 16. He's 36 and 16. 36 and 16. Jimmy G, and he's a Paisan. You see that guy in Eagle Green? Did Garoppolo beat the uh, Eagles last year? 
me see something here. What was Jimmy Garoppolo's stats versus the Eagles in 2021? see here what was his record here here it is september 19th right out of the gate total yards not bad twenty two of thirty one eighty nine Samuel had 93 yards. How about Quez? Quez had 117 yards in that game, man. Jalen found him. Wow. Look at Jimmy G, man. Jimmy G stats. 20 touchdowns, 12 picks. 98-7 98-7 quarterback rating, 38-10. Look at that dog. Damn. Jimmy G. Jimmy G. Yeah. Man, I like this guy. But his guys put a hell of a career together. He's 36 and 16 with the postseason. 91 of them came on one play. Yeah, I know the play that mattered. (laughs) The play that mattered. Oh, yeah, I know what happened. I remember now. I remember now. It was a late touchdown that he threw down the sideline. That's right. I remember that. I remember that now. That that Jonathan Gannon wonderful defensive scheme. See, but that's a perfect example of what a quarterback is. You don't have to throw for 500 yards every game. You throw with what the defense gives you, and you play high percentage when it comes to big plays. That's exactly how Kyle Shanahan moves the chains with that guy. And that's why... He's got a winning record. And Kyle Shanahan actually has a losing record when Garoppolo's not on the field. Okay? That is why. Those are quarterbacks that understand what's in front of them. And they're not trying to jam a round peg in a square hole. They keep dinking and dunking, dinking and dunking, dinking and dunking, dinking and dunking. And what do the Eagles do? They start pressing up more over the top. Touchdown, good night. You're lost. Yeah, especially late in the game, Dank. Especially late in the football game. Huh? Tart made the play on Quez? I believe he did. I believe he did. 
Let's see here. QB manages the game. Well, Tone, if you manage the game to a 36 and 16 record, are you okay with that? Manage me all day. Right? Manage me. Can I be 36? Can I be 31 and 14 in regular season play and 5 and 2 in the postseason? Boy, I'll tell you what. Hey, let me ask you something. How much would you pay on the open? Let's just hypothetically say you didn't have Jalen. How much did you pay for a 31 and 14 quarterback, 5 and 2 in the postseason, and has been to three of the last four NFC championship games, having won one and gone to a Super Bowl? What would you pay for that? 40 million bucks? Would you pay $40 million if you didn't know the last name was Garoppolo? That's right, Tone. You'd pay $40 million. I'll tell you what, Dak Prescott dreams of having a record like that. You want to hear something even more impressive? Jimmy Garoppolo has more postseason wins on his resume than the Cowboys have postseason wins in the last 27 years. Now, put that in your pipe and smoke it. He's got more wins than the entire Cowboy franchise does in the last 27 years. If Jimmy G ended, hey, you know what I would, hey, can I tell you what I would do if I were the Browns? Here's what I would do. If it comes out and my prediction's wrong and they suspend him for the year and he doesn't get a chance to challenge that ruling and he is out, I would make sure he's suspended with no pay. And then I would go and I would get Garoppolo and trade for him because Jimmy still got a year left on his deal. And you know what I would do? I would do this. I'd go get Garoppolo, pay him his $25 million this year. I would get rid of Baker Mayfield and maybe send Mayfield to the rent to the to the um to the 49ers because they don't know what they have in Trey Lance. If I were the Browns, I'd be talking to John Lynch, the general manager of the 49ers, going. We got a guy right now we're paying $18 million. You know our situation with Deshaun. You get that contract where you're not paying him with suspension without pay, and you can because of contract detrimental to the team. Still own his rights. Okay? You call the 49ers up. Remember, the 49ers have to pick up some of that cash that Garoppolo has anyway. You send, fuck, you send Baker Mayfield to the 49ers, as a security blanket for John Lynch and for Kyle Shanahan, the Trey Lance bombs. He's on a one-year deal anyway, Mayfield. You could trade his ass. And you got Garoppolo on a one-year deal. Dom, thank you so much for coming aboard. I appreciate it. To me, you got everybody on a one-year deal here. The option year is killing the Browns because they can't move them. Garoppolo just started throwing this week. You're in a position. Tomorrow, I need clarity if I'm the Browns because I got a good roster. I'd call up the 49ers and bring in Jimmy G, 
send what's his name, and you you can swap salaries here actually, and you're both on a one year deal. Baker's on a one year deal. So is Garoppolo on a one year deal. To me, that works out perfectly, and you don't have to work on a contract with Garoppolo until you find out what indefinitely means. You may end up doing this, voiding the contract with Deshaun in its entirety and have to work a three-year guaranteed contract out with Garoppolo, especially if he wins. Master says Seattle and Carolina. If I'm Jimmy G, why would I want to go to those shitholes? Why would I want to go there? Matt Rule sucks. David Tepper, the owner of the Carolina Panthers, is very short-tempered. The coach will probably be fired. Gave him a six-year contract also. And how many years has Pete Carroll left in Seattle? I don't think San Francisco would do that to him. And you're going to trade him inside the division? No way. And the conference. $20 million, $18 million swap. All and, and Chris, the secret to that is they're both on one-year deals. So you're going to be safe in this. One guy's quarterback in my team. Baker is on a one-year deal. He made jettison out of... He made jettison out of San Francisco. What if Trey Lance is a bum? What if he is a bum? And Baker goes to a team that kind of resembles a little bit what they did in Cleveland last year by running the ball with Kareem Hunt and with Nick Chubb. And the difference is you got a big-time wide receiver and Debo Samuel there. Carroll's 80. Man, don't send me to something like that. He's got one, two, two years tops. Why do you, again, Russell Wilson pulled the ripcord because Carroll's on the 19th green right now. He's on the 19th green. There's going to be a massive change. I don't think Russell Wilson left. Personally, I don't think Russell Wilson left Seattle because of Pete Carroll. I think he left Seattle because of Pete Carroll's age. And he knows the next coach rolling in there. There's new management. Paul Allen's family is not going to own the team any longer. They're selling it. There's no coincidence that since Paul Allen's death, Seattle has imploded. It's almost the same way that that O'Brien, when Bill O'Brien, what was the old man's name, McNair? I forget the old man's name, okay? When the old man died, the kid took over. They asked Bill O'Brien to be the GM and the head coach, and that was a shit show. That's exactly what's happened in Seattle. It's turned into a shit show. They almost got rid of DK Metcalf up there. Dude, I'm not going to Seattle, and I'm clearly not going to Carolina. And the 49ers have too much respect for Jimmy Garoppolo to do that to him. Why would you send him 
to those places. You wouldn't. You have too much respect for him. You'd send him someplace like Cleveland or Pittsburgh. That would take care of him. You know, I'll tell you something about Garoppolo's reputation. The Patriots love him. The Niners love him. Says a lot about his leadership. And you know why it says a lot about his leadership? It's because of two things. He wins, and everyone in that locker room saw how they handled that whole shit show. Kicking tires on Brady. Kicking tires on Matthew Stafford. Kicking tires on every free agent quarterback that came their way. Garoppolo said nothing. Then when they made that move with Miami to trade all those draft choices to get Trey Lance up there, he still didn't say shit. And he won. He went into Dallas and put it to him. Then he goes up to Green Bay and laid it on him. Made a play late in that game in horrible weather and knocked the number one seed out at Lambeau. I don't know. Is Garoppolo prone to throw it to one guy that doesn't wear the same gear in the game? Yes, he is. And I'm not calling him elite. But before you say that guy sucks, your comments don't add up. He's done far too much winning. He has far too much of a reputation. Far too many teams respect him. Far too many general managers. And this is more than Jalen. Who do you think they respect more, Jalen or Garoppolo? It's not close. You know why? Because Jimmy wins. Beats great teams. In the Dallas. In the Green Bay. Beat the Rams. Guy's got to... Dude, I like the guy. I like the guy because of all those things I've mentioned. Every time I see a roadblock, when people start talking about him, I I look at that roadblock and go, are you crazy? What's the one thing you don't like about Garoppolo? There's two, actually. He will throw it to someone else, and he gets hurt. Jimmy G gets carried. Well, Samuel, how come every time when Jimmy G is not on the field, Kyle Shanahan is 8-28. and 28. That's carrying? No, no, no. Samuel, Jimmy Garoppolo carries Kyle Shanahan. Kyle Shanahan is 8-28 and 28 without Garoppolo. With him, he's 31-14. and 14. Facts. Greg goes, I can't believe... Jimmy G beat Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay. Bro, I I can't either. Ryan goes, Sills, you're going to have egg on your face when Hurts goes 12 and 5. <laughs> Daz goes, I like Kenny Pickett. I think he does well in Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh, when last time they broke in a quarterback that was a first-round guy was Roethlisberger. But the difference with that team is Jerome Bettis and that old line was running the team. They didn't need him to go out and play huge. And they had a lights-out defense with Joey Porter on the other side. 
okay? They don't have that dynamic in Pittsburgh right now. They don't. That team is not anything near that coward team when Roethlisberger showed up. Who's their star wideout? We'll see what Pickett does. Michael goes, ouch, don't hit us with facts. Joey Porter Jr., Penn State corner, huh? I didn't realize that. Joseph says, put a guy in an offense like the Eagles with this defense and you're a Super Bowl contender. So, hey, hey Joseph, I'll ask you directly because I don't think the name is familiar. Joseph, if you put Garoppolo in Philadelphia this year, what do you think your record would be? Okay. Joseph, if you put Jimmy Garoppolo in this offense this year, what do you think the record would be? And by the way, they ran the ball in San Fran, but the quarterback had nothing to do with the running game. You want the Philadelphia Eagle offense. By the way, that's going to lead me to my next topic here. Okay? That's going to lead me to the next topic here. As a matter of fact, let me write this down here. 49ers versus Philly. Okay. I got the topic here coming back here. Do me a favor, guys. Our friends at Morgan & Morgan, where the fee is free, if you're hurt or injured on the job, this is your place. These are the people that are going to protect you and your family and making sure that you get your fair compensation. For the people is not a slogan. It is who they are. Last 30 years, they've collected over $13.5 billion, and there is no such thing at Morgan & Morgan as a fender bender. 800 attorneys strong all across the country making sure that when you go to Morgan & Morgan, you have an army of attorneys that are waiting to protect you and your family. Call them at 800-512-1600. That's 800-512-1600. Look, the consultation is free and the call is free. Open 24-7, seven days a week. 800-512-1600. And when you call Morgan & Morgan, do me a favor, tell them Big Sill sent you. I'm John Morgan of Morgan & Morgan. When you're hit from behind in a car crash, the insurance company may try to say, you can't possibly be hurt. It was only a few miles an hour. It's simply not true. You see, here's the thing. Getting hit at 10 miles per hour is like falling off of this. 15 miles per hour, like this. And only 25 miles per hour, this. Injured, dial pound law. There's only one Morgan & Morgan.
Action News at 11 with Rick Williams. It's the team you trust to bring it all together. The stories that impact your community, a sports roundup for the locals, and the AccuWeather forecast you depend on. Action News at 11 with Rick Williams. All right, did you know I was the Mommy Slam Dunk champion? Really? <laughs> yes, really, don't sound so surprised. Let's see it. Oh, you're ready. All right, here we go. Let's hear the crowd. So go to right, go to left. Fake a mom. Mama, go. Oh, mama! <laughs> She did it. Again? You can't avoid gravity, but United Healthcare can help you avoid financial surprises by helping you compare costs and doctor quality ratings. United Healthcare. Uh huh. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. Go for the midnight tears. Go for the game. Go for the hits. Go for the fans. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. Welcome back. National Football Show. Do me a favor, guys. Please hit the like button. Here's a topic question for you. Will the Eagles' run game still dominate? Do you think going into 2022, the Eagles' running attack will still be a dominant force as they were a year ago? By the way, I'll bury the lead. I don't think so, and I'm going to tell you why. Eastside Monster says yes. Do you think the Eagle running attack will be one of the top running attacks in the NFL this coming season? Smiles going where I'm going. Yes, unless coaching tries to throw too much. Top 10? They have to commit to the run? Okay. Here's the problem with that. When your quarterback is the number one focus in the run game, how are you going to 
go with your passing game and develop your passing game when your quarterback is the number one run option. In San Francisco, Garoppolo has nothing to do with the run attack. And they're one of the top rushing teams in the league. He has nothing to do with the running game. You want your offense to look more like San Francisco. You've got a physical wideout in A.J. Brown, Debo Samuel. You've got a defense that we think and are hoping that are going to put pressure on the quarterback. Your old lines are compatible. But the difference solely is the quarterback at San Francisco has nothing to do theoretically with the run game. He's not out rushing, trying to get rushing yards. And that's why his record is what it is. They have two separate teams. They're balanced. The Eagles are not balanced. They don't have a balanced attack. They're one, they're one dimensional with a quarterback that's not accurate. That guy in San Francisco is accurate. That's why that's a better offense. And when I hear people going, yes, we're going to be as dominant. Dude, what the hell did you get the $100 million wide out then? You're all of a sudden assuming that this guy's going to have accuracy and he's not going to have the accuracy issues that he struggled with his entire professional and collegiate career with. That's quite an assumption and quite a leap. Just Mike says screen game is an extension of the run. Where was the Eagles screen game last year? He struggled in the screen game. Where in the world was the rush was the screen game for the Philadelphia Eagles last year? Let me take a look at that. Top reception leaders for the Eagles in 2021. Gainwell had 33 catches, led the way. Sanders had 26. You had 59 receptions with two running backs. In a game today, Brady would have that in two games with Leonard Fournette. 50, 59 uh, receptions. Between two players. Shit, Fournette had 82 catches three years ago in Jacksonville. That's a screen game. Was non-existent exactly, Ray. Now you're inventing that? So you're going to develop a screen game with non-screen game running backs, and we're going to improve all these numbers offensively. Holy crap. This is some transformation that I'm going to witness. 
Dallas Goddard is not a running back. Dallas Goddard, I'm talking screen game like Brady and Matthew Stafford, Aaron Rodgers all have in their arsenal. There is a non-existent screen game for the Eagles. Eagles will be top 10 in rushing this year. What are you going to be in pat? Watch this. Well, so what are you going to be in passing? May I ask, Eastside Monster? Top 10, let's just say sixth. Oh, screw it. Say fifth. Fifth in rushing. What are you going to be in passing? Last year, you were 27th. So you're going to go back a little bit, not too much, in the run game. What are you going to improve on in the passing game? Top 15 in passing. Let's see what that looks like. Top 20 NFL passing teams in 2021. see one two three four five six seven eight nine ten eleven twelve thirteen fourteen fifteen yeah yeah you were 29th actually last year but yeah okay your top 15 team Bucks were one, Chargers two, Cowboys three, Chiefs four, Rams five, Raiders sixth, Bengals seventh, Cardinals eighth, Packers ninth, Bills tenth, Vikings eleventh, 49ers twelfth, Ravens thirteenth, Patriots fourteen, Steelers fifteen. Will you be better than the Falcons? Yes. Will you be better than the Jets? Yes. Will you be better than the Dolphins? Push. Will you be better than the Broncos? No. Will you be better than Washington? Will you be better than the Titans? The Browns? Yes. The Colts. Colts are going to improve. So are the Broncos. It's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting to see how this thing plays out because you're right. Here's the one thing you have to start doing, and I agree with what some of you guys have said. I think there's going to be an emphasis on throwing the football. And to me, if I were... Nick Sirianni and his coaching staff, I don't know if I would jump to trying to create something last year that didn't work and I started the season at 2-5. and I might want to gradually still get into the game and run the ball a lot more at the beginning. Because you know this, a lot of teams are going to do the same thing that the Eagles are doing 
and that's not practice a lot of two-a-days. Why not run the ball early on, run it, and then start to matriculate the offense into a passing offense? Add plays. If you come out early and you start throwing that ball, you're going to shit the bed. That's not how this should progress. I'm going to give you guys something else too. You know, when, when I was in San Francisco, I got a chance to have Bill Walsh on my program numerous times. And I asked Bill about developing a quarterback. And he was, he was so awesome to me. I said, yeah, you know, guy bigger. He goes, Dan, a quarterback is in the feet and in the legs. The faster guys that get back to a seven-step, they get to take all the information and they can process it. The guys that get back fast, you know, I'll sometimes, you know, Vinny Testaverde was a floater. He'd float back to a seven-step and jump. Walsh hated that. Montana, get back there, boom. He, he would process the information, and Joe's exceptional at it. Watch Brady's feet, too. One of the things that made Manning so interesting was Manning labored at getting back to a seven-step. Brady glides back, gets to a spot, and rhythm passes. But what he said to me about Montana, how they developed Joe, you remember Joe, he rolled right the entire time in his first, what, five, six years as a quarterback with the Niners? Why was that? He managed half the field. He wanted Joe to see half the field from hash mark to sideline. And Joe went right. That was his strength. Teams would try to stop it. They couldn't because you had Rice over there and you had Roger Craig catching those passes across the middle. Remember, Roger Craig was the first guy to have 1,000 yards receiving and 1,000 yards rushing. Nobody had ever seen that before because they had a great screen game. Montana was set up, and he managed half the field. That play that he made in the back of the end zone to catch, he was rolling right. What made Montana more dangerous was is when Joe went back in the middle of the field and he processed everything and he saw everything and Joe know where the, knew where to throw the ball, he was, he was a machine. And he threw darts. And he had rice. Which made it even more impossible to defend him. My point is, all of those intangibles still have to be worked out in this offense. And by the way, they had a pretty decent run game. I wouldn't call it exceptional. But Montana knew when to run the ball. They didn't run it a ton, but they still had a thousand yard back, which made the defense had to address that. Nick says, don't ever let anybody tell you you can't do something. Yeah, Burt Jones was a decent tight end too, man. Did some really fine things for that offense. Jesse Sills, do you think they should go for Kareem Hunt? Boy, I'll tell you. You get a – hey, if you had a Frank Gore-type player on that Eagle team, you could take some of that off of Jalen. And then develop that screen game. Don't hey, you know what's crazy? Brady's not a prolific passer down the field. He's made a living out of that dump screen or middle screen pass. 
the only time in Brady's career, actually now, with Mike Evans and Goddard, um, Goodwin, down in Tampa, he's thrown it deeper more times now than I've ever seen him outside of when Moss was in New England. All those passes that he completed were in the slot to Amendola, to Welker, to Edelman. Guys like that, he's a slot. Brady is a slot passer and a screen guy. Am I wrong when I say that? This guy's not a guy who's going to throw the ball and have targets plus 25 down the field, 10 of them. He's not going to do that. It's not who he is. No, Hey, you know, you, when you say you need a bruising back, I actually think you need a back like Brian Westbrook. I'll take a Brian Westbrook back any day. He's a better version of Christian McCaffrey. Catch passes. I think he had 77 catches one year. And he could run in between the tackles. Brian Westbrook, in today's NFL, shit, man. If you're paying McCaffrey the money you're paying him, I'd like to see what Brian Westbrook would get paid today. Because that dude would be paid big money. He would be paid big money. You're talking $20 million for a guy like Brian Westbrook today. Okay. Michael Westbrook all day. Plus he was a bitch in the red zone. That guy was an underrated back, man. I I, I am a huge fan of that dude. Montana or Marino, not a question. Montana destroyed Marino in the Super Bowl. The game was over in the first quarter. No, hey, smile. No risk it, no biscuit. That's why Jameis Winston had all them turnovers in Tampa. Because Bruce believes in airing it out. And I think it's a high-risk offense. So did Brady. Holy shit. Westbrook had 90 catches. Today's NFL, he'd have 129. That dude had 100 catches. That dude had 90 catches in 07. Dude, that guy today, you couldn't afford him. He'd be making what AJ's make. That's That's a great number in a game and on a team that didn't throw the ball a shit ton. So wait a minute. Westbrook had 90 catches in 07, and you guys didn't really throw the ball. McNabb never threw for 4,000 yards in his career ever. That's insane. That's insane great. Very underrated. For 771 and five touchdowns. What did he rush for, Randall? Tell me what he ran for. Chris, he, he I mean... The more you look at his statistics, on a team like the Eagles, that wasn't really an air-it-out offense, he had 90 catches. Shit, man, if you had a back in today, I'll put it to you this way. If you had a back in today's offense on this Eagle team going into this year, Jalen Hurts would be your guy. Just Just keep throwing it to Westbrook. Anyone today remind you of Westbrook? Yeah, 
when healthy, Christian McCaffrey. So wait a minute, Randall. Are you freaking kidding me? Westbrook had 1,300-plus yards rushing and 770 and receiving yards and 90 catches. <laughs> I'd pay that guy $20 million. I'd pay him $20 million. You haven't had a player like that on your football team since him. He is easily the biggest and best offensive weapon you have had in the last 22 years. Can run the ball for 1,300 yards, 90 catches, almost 800 yards receiving. You haven't had a guy on your offense near the kind of explosive player of that dude. And that includes T.O. or Deshaun Jackson or any of these guys. That I voted for him for the Hall of Fame this year, guys, just so you know. I voted for him. My ballot, I posted it at the Ancelio show. 2104 from scrimmage in 07. Yeah, but the difference, Dank, was this guy could catch the rock. This guy could catch the rock. And when you got an offense like this, you're trying to develop a screen game? And you've got two backs that had 59 catches last year? Westbrook had 90 himself. He doubled them. You're welcome, Michael. He thanked me too on my Twitter. He deserves it. He deserves it. What he did at Nova was fantastic. He did great things at Nova. He was a first-team All-American, and I, I voted for him. yards a carry, almost nine yards a catch. That's a machine. Westbrook. I'm taking Westbrook. He can do more. Shady's a better runner. Westbrook's a better back. Westbrook's a better back because he can do more. He's he's, He's a tougher cover. And... You never have to really take him off the field. Shit, you could wind that guy. You can line him up in the slot in today's NFL. You put that guy in today's slot. Hall of Famer, I don't believe so because he doesn't really have the numbers like a Marshall Falk. Like he's, I don't think he's a 10,000-yard back. Okay? You got to be over 10 grand as a back, in my opinion, for you to have that distinction of being a Hall of Famer. But, boy... He has Hall of Fame talent, to say the least, man. Just a difficult, difficult cover. Unbelievable. Guys, I appreciate it. Great discussion today, as always. Have a lot of fun, don't we? Kid around a little bit. Nobody gets hurt. And by the way, we should have a running clock. Shouldn't we? And how many days to camp? We got 29 days until the start of training camp. We're getting closer and closer, man. I cannot wait. Have a great one till tomorrow, 3 to 6 Eastern time. We shall see you on the flip side.
Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.